This is episode number 153 of the High Impact Leaders Podcast, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Hey there, welcome to High Impact Leaders. I'm your host, Doug Standard of the Leaders Institute, and our goal is to help you build strong teams while growing a successful business. This week is part two of a three-part series on how to build wealth. And if you just look at the news or if you've heard heard all over the business casts and all that kind of stuff that, you know, we're about to go into a recession and there's a downturn in the economy coming, all that kind of stuff. And what most people don't know, though, is that recessions are a perfect place to make more income and and actually grow your wealth. Uh, In fact, more millionaires are made in recessions than in economic booms. So if you play your cards right in the next year or so, you can have a tremendous amount of wealth kind of built up. So basically on this three-part series, I'm going to give you the step-by-step approach to build wealth. And last week I started off with step one, which was creating a wealth mindset. You have to think differently from broke people, right? So whatever broke people are doing, you have to think totally differently from from those folks. And this week, step two, we're going to show you how to increase your income and your household profit. And by the way, if you are enjoying the podcast, I'd like to ask a favor of you. If you wouldn't mind, leave me a review on your podcast app. Also, Make sure and download the episodes of the podcast. That helps us kind of grow in popularity and let other people kind of see us. So thanks a lot for being a part of High Impact Leaders. Let's get on with today's podcast. So step two to build wealth is to increase your income and household profit. In the last episode, I mentioned that employers pay most people exactly what they're worth. I mean, it's not always the case, but it's pretty common. So when I say this, though, sometimes people will kind of argue with me and and I'll hear things like, but Doug, you don't understand. My boss doesn't pay me enough or I deserve way more salary than what I'm being paid. And my answer is always the same. If your services were worth more to the marketplace you'd automatically be making more money. The good news though, is that you can immediately increase your income just by making your value to the marketplace higher. Really, really easy. And so in this episode, I'm gonna show you some of the easiest ways to add additional income to your household and and create good financial habits to to really increase wealth. So let's start with with number one, the best way to get a raise in wages or salary. So. Now, obviously, we're starting with this one first because it's the best and the easiest way to increase your income. Just ask for a raise or ask for an increase in your in your salary. Uh, remember that your boss will pay you based on the problems that you can solve for customers. So if you show your boss that you can solve more problems for more customers, then you increase your value to the company that you work for. I'll give you a couple of examples of how people have done this in the past. So in the mid-1980s, a guy named Richard Montanez worked for around $4 an hour. That was minimum wage at the time as a janitor in California. He worked at the Frito-Lay plant there. That's the folks who make the the, uh, corn chips and Doritos and that kind of thing. So the CEO at that time sent out a company-wide initiative where he encouraged employees to, quote unquote, think like the owner. And Montanez set up an appointment with the CEO. 
he took it to heart and say, hey, I've got a few ideas. So he actually set up an appointment with the CEO. And, and during that appointment, he suggested a few ideas to better target the Hispanic market. And that conversation actually led to uh, one of the biggest product launches that they ever had called Flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> it was a product that was launched in 1989. Um, Montanez, by the way, he retired in 2019. So just a couple of years ago. And uh, when he retired, he was the director of marketing for the company, and he's currently worth about 20 million bucks. So basically, here this guy went from $4 an hour just by adding more value and solving more problems for the company and for the customer, he was able to increase his value pretty dramatically. Now, you don't have to invent a multi-million dollar product, though. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, I hired a manager for my company who had a lot of success in a totally different industry. And, and by the way, when this guy started, we were both really excited about the opportunity. However, within a month or so, it was really clear to see that the expertise that he had in his previous industry didn't really transfer over to ours. And eventually, we kind of had to part ways. And, and I, it, what had happened was I'd put myself in a bind because at that time, business was booming and I needed to fill that position very, very quickly. So my administrative assistant came up to me and offered to add that manager's responsibilities to her role. And it, it, it was really advantageous to me because she was already fully trained. So it worked perfectly. In fact, when he came on board, she was doing a lot of the training for him as well. Um, so we eliminated an entire manager salary from our from our annual expenses for the for the company. And she was efficient enough that the extra work didn't really take up a lot of additional time for her. And so a few weeks later, she came up to me to ask me for a raise and I gave her the extra salary without even questioning it because she had basically allowed me to eliminate an entire salary from the company. So I basically, it was a no brainer. Obviously she deserved a raise. So if you're in a position where you don't think you're getting paid what you're worth, or you want to ask for a raise, one of the things that you want to do is you want to make yourself more valuable to that company, solve more problems then when you go and ask for the raise, it'll be just like when Tiffany came to me, it's a, it's a no brainer. Um, a second thing that you can do to increase your income is work in the position that offers extra income for extra service. <laughs> so um, this is an easy way to add income, basically apply for a job or work in a job where you're going to get commission or tips based on the work that you do. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples of this one as well. So years ago, when I traveled to Houston, I, I was staying at, at a hotel near the Galleria called the Embassy Suites. One of my favorite hotels, by the way. It's really cool because they have the manager's reception where you get free drinks in the evening time. And you also get a really nice cook to order breakfast in the morning. So I'm all about free stuff and uh, perks when you're, when you're um, staying overnight. But um, so this complimentary cook to order breakfast was, you know, was kind of standard. And, and by the way, I'd stayed at the NBC Suites at that point hundreds of times, probably. And the first time I stayed at this particular location, though, the, the chef that was doing breakfast, he asked me how I like my omelet. I like it a specific way. I'm not really big on omelets, but I like scrambles and I like it with lots of meat and, and onions and peppers. And, and I like it really spicy with, with jalapenos. And um, so it's a, it's a fairly unique kind of order. 
uh, that he probably doesn't get a whole lot of. Um, and when it came out, it came out perfectly, by the way. And so I let them a little money as a, as a tip. Well, the next morning when I came down, um, he, he asked me if I wanted the same thing. So he remembered me. He remembered what I ordered the previous day. And so this time it was perfect again, you know, really good. So I left a little bit bigger tip. Three months later, I went back to that same hotel working for, for, the, for the same client. But it had been a few months that, since I'd been there the last time. And I, I was shocked because he still remembered my order. It had been months at that point, And he still remembered my order. Not only did he remember, remember it, he saw me standing in line. So when I got up to place my order, he already had it ready for me. It was already on the plate, just the way I like it. Um, he, it was, it was pretty remarkable. So this time I left a really generous tip for him and I looked in his tip basket and I realized that I wasn't the only one who was impressed with, with how cool this guy was. Um, he probably doubled or even tripled his income just by serving his customers a little bit better than what most people do in that position. Now, of course, one of the best ways to make a lot of money is by working a job that pays a commission. So keep in mind that the more risk that you take, the more reward that you'll receive in a, in a especially if it's a commission sales job. For instance, if you have a commission only sales position, a lot of times people are terrified at doing that. But the cool thing about that specific type of position is that your company will likely be pretty generous with the percentage of the revenue that you get to keep out of that, that uh, sale. However, if you receive a base salary, the higher that base is, the less revenue that you're going to be able to keep as, as a commission. So if you want to have a huge upside potential for income, then commission only is, is really the way to go. Now, the third way that you can increase your income is with a side hustle. So you can increase your income by doing something outside your normal nine to five job. So if, if you don't think that you're being paid what you're worth, you can always take a side gig. So like, for instance, when I, when I first left my secure nine to five job to go into commission sales, well, I mean, I wasn't really that skilled yet. I wasn't good at it. It takes some time to develop that, that skill. Um, and I, I did okay, by the way. I, I just wasn't in a position where I could build a lot of wealth yet. So while I learned the ropes and I perfected that skill, I became a bartender at night. And this side hustle helped me kind of eliminate credit card debt and pay off student loan debt, that kind of stuff. And then after a little bit of time, my income increased and the side hustle was really no longer necessary. So years later, after I had developed a, a pretty good track record as a, as a sales rep and had so a fairly significant income coming in, a leadership development coach offered to allow me to be her apprentice. And basically she was gonna show me how to build a consulting business from scratch, which was really cool. And, and that allowed for a huge upside potential. But in the beginning, I had zero income. I had no customers. Nobody was gonna trust me, this young kid, uh, without a whole lot of experience in consulting to, um, to do some of the things that, that she was teaching me how to do. So I spent the entire business day and a lot of times late at night as well, building that consulting practice 
and and then from around 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., I I went to another job and worked at, and in a call center. So by the way, that job stunk. It was it was not fun. I did not enjoy it, but it allowed me to spend the best part of my day building my clientele and and again perfecting my my new craft. So in some cases, your side hustle may be the road to financial security, though, because um, a woman named Sarah Blakely, she created the company Spanx in her apartment while selling office machines for Danka during the day. So that the, the company hit the big time when she went on the Oprah Winfrey show and, and Oprah featured her. Uh, and But from what I understand, even after she appeared on the show, she kept her job at Danka. Um, until I, I think until Neiman Marcus and Saks Fifth Avenue actually picked up her line. So in that case, she, her job, that her day job was so lucrative that even when she created these really big contracts, she kind of kept it because she was getting significant income from both her, her main business as well as her side gig, which got bigger and bigger and bigger than what her main business was. So just kind of keep that in mind. Uh, in today's world, there are plenty of opportunities to kind of do a, a side hustle. But one of the things that I've figured out over the years is that if you just make yourself more valuable to the company that you're working for, you can increase your income pretty significantly. And then if you, after you increase that income and start to reduce your debt, that's when you can start making your money work for you. And that's what we're going to talk about on next week's episode. So we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all.